This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I am Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Welcome back to America. Thank you. I'm doing great. I'm refreshed. I spent some time in Europe. Perhaps yeah. you've heard of it. A listening tour. Know. Yes. <laughs> Went around uh, to our... Uh, our most... strongest allies. Yeah. Uh, while I was in Germany, mm. Tom, I went to Berlin in mm. Germany. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, the German president... President? Did you, did you go see, uh, uh, a chancellor, I believe. Angela Merkel. Yeah. She said some things about uh, the United States. Yeah. And uh, I read about it and on Twitter. It made Twitter. your blood boil. And normally on Twitter, <laughs> uh-huh. if I read that, I'd be like, man, uh, this must be a big story in Germany. Yeah. Nobody cared about anything there. there well, was- in... in uh, in the karaoke place I went to in Berlin. Yeah, I was going to say, Tim, you, do you read German? No. Yeah, so how do you know? Because I... Well, I looked at all the newspapers. They were they were just reporting on gibberish. <laughs> in my defense, Tom... <laughs> they were filled not... with uh, lorem ipsum. Somebody forgot to change out the, uh, the, the type before they went to press, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, you're being glib. Um, I didn't see a, a, a newspaper the entire Tim, time. Don't I was you, there. Tom Cruise, me and Sam being glib? You're being... Who would you rather be? Who like uh, Tom Cruise or glib or or Matt Lauer? Ooh, Tom Cruise or Matt Lauer? Yeah, Tom Cruise. Are you kidding me? But Matt Lauer has gravitas. Not really who, anymore. Yeah, who, remember when he had a beard? That was weird. I don't. I don't really. Uh, yeah, that was the easiest question I've ever been asked. Who would I rather be? Yeah, yeah, he he doesn't have gravitas anymore, and Tom Cruise has an entire cult behind him. Yeah, that does his true. bidding. Yeah, they built his airplane hangers for him. Yeah, and he's got a hot new movie, My Mummy, coming out this weekend. My Mummy, it's My called? Mummy. Wow. Yeah, uh, apparently has terrible reviews. Surprising. Yeah, who would have thought a mummy movie? Yeah, in this day and age. This right? time, the mummy's a lady, though, Tim. Really? Yeah, with women's lib. Even the mummies have to be mummies. Oh, I see. <laughs> How are you doing this week, Tom? Good, Tim. I had uh, a whiskey before this, and uh, two whiskeys, and I don't think I ate anything all day. So I'm feeling a little. Uh, it's gonna be a landmark episode, Tom. <sighs> we have a lot of things. More like to get a landmine episode. We have uh, we have <laughs> there's some very important things to get to later, <laughs> but really quickly, I want to talk about something up top. Okay. Uh, and now, the up top talk. <laughs> uh, Tom, mm-hmm. I'm going to a wedding next weekend. Yes. And uh, in North Carolina, you told me. South Carolina. South Pay Carolina. Pay attention, same idiot. shit. <laughs> it's, it's all the same. It's not good. Um, <laughs> no, the Carolinas are great. I love the Carolinas. What are you talking about? What's good about them? Uh, I mean, I have family in yeah. both of them, and they seem nice. But well, also... the first thing I was going to say is uh, your family. <laughs> in North Sometimes Coast. I'll be in the Carolinas. They seem nice. Does your brother live down there? <laughs> yeah, he seems <laughs> he nice. He seems nice. I don't know him that well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I've talked to him, he's come across as a nice guy. I don't know his day-to-day life. Right. He'd be terrible to people. Um, every time I'm down there, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's nice. My brother and his wife and his child, they all seem nice. <laughs> and then I go out to like a restaurant yeah. and I see some t-shirts mm-hmm. that, uh, that don't seem that nice. Uh, Tim, don't read the t-shirts. That's what they say about the Carolinas. Yeah. When in the Carolinas, don't read the t-shirts, right? Yeah. I mean, don't read anybody's t-shirt. Anybody has got a t-shirt that's saying something. 
When? I've read some important things on <laughs> on t-shirts. Nobody. Like who's ever? I like big dog t-shirts. <laughs> uh huh. I like Big Johnson t-shirts. Yeah, I like call the big t-shirts. Yeah, but I also like co-ed naked lacrosse shirts. Yeah, all the shirts with a lot going on. Yeah, I like a lot of words on a t-shirt. They still even make those t-shirts. I don't know. <sighs> it feels. I'd like to buy them. I feel like they're gonna come back in style at some point. I mean, it just seems like Big Johnson as a brand. For anybody who's not familiar, Tim, you want to inform people what the Big Johnson brand was, was built on? I was never clear. It's kind of uh, like... Uh, in th- it's theoretically uh, a, sporting's good, a sporting good company, a fictional sporting good company. This is a high concept shirt, by the way. <laughs> yes. All right, go on. Uh, it's a fictional sporting uh, company that sells equipment, and their name is Big Johnson, but boy, let me tell you, the the the, aver- the advertisements are full of double entendres. Oh, man. Uh, about penises? Oh, yeah. I guess Large that would penises. work, too. Yeah. I thought it was like a man, uh, a man named Johnson who's gigantic. Maybe no, that you no. work with no, or something. No, I think it's... Uh, there, I've, I've gone on record saying that there are far too many euphemisms for the male genitalia. <laughs> And now Big Dog, that's just like a lightweight Big Johnson, right? Yeah, I think and it's, it's like, like it's, run with the big dogs. Yeah, it's Big Johnson for kids. Yeah. Well, that's uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, <laughs> right? Does that have something to do with Clifford? No, he is a big dog. He ran on Don't a get fire me wrong. truck one time, as I recall. He, you know what, though? He's not a big dog. He's a, a gigantic dog. If somebody told you, oh, I have a big dog, and then you came over and their dog was literally the size of the house, you would say, well, you really undersold that. That's not just a big dog. That's How come I haven't heard about this on the news? And I've never seen a dog this color before. Bright yeah, just red. like a bright like red. A fire, like the fire truck he rode on one time. Yeah, r- literally. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to a wedding, Tom. Uh-huh. And how many suits do you own? You know what? I feel like you're going to lie. No, say, no, no. say a lot more than you actually do. Uh, I own more suits than I thought. I recently, mm. at the last wedding, which I think we talked about, both of us went to for a friend. Mm-hmm. When I opened up the closet, it was like a pretty woman. It was, you know. Julia Roberts was in was, there? <laughs> Julia Roberts was in there. She came out. She was, you know, she was trying stuff on. Roy Orbison. Gasping for air. <laughs> Roy, Whoa, why'd you keep me in, the, in that closet for so long? Roy Orbison came on over the speakers. Richard Gere came in from the other room. Uh, no, I just had a lot more suits than I thought I did. I mean, by a lot, I mean maybe five. Okay. I have three. You have to have more than three. I have four. <laughs> Well, you did it. <laughs> you really Perry Masoned me on that one. <laughs> Here I am on the stand admitting everything. I'll go through my, my suits, Tom. I got a men's warehouse suit that I got when I first became a man, right? <laughs> and you go into men's warehouse and you're like- Well, I'm... you're finally let in. Yeah. After you're... years of banging out the doors. Yeah. And uh, banging out the doors. <laughs> banging out the doors. And they say, nah, you ain't a man yet. Yeah. Get out of here. So it's like, I need an all-purpose suit. Weddings, funerals. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only time I ever wear a suit. And they're like, get this one. And Cocktail it, parties. And it's like, uh, it's uh, it's a suit where like it's too big. You know what I mean? But they give it to <laughs> a you. A zoot suit. It's not a zoot suit. I wish it was a zoot suit. Oh, it's at least not intentionally a zoot suit. That's number one. That's my number one suit. It's a suit. suit you'll grow into. I never wear that suit anymore. Number two suit, Tom. I never wear that suit. I grew out of it. Is a hip suit that I bought uh, when I was going to a hip event one time. All right. What was the hip event? It was the BET inauguration party in uh, 2009 Uh, in Washington, D.C. It's fairly hip. Yeah. Colin Powell was there. Yeah. I've heard your story. Yeah. I yelled at him. (laughs) Some men dragged me away. It was great. (laughs) Uh, That's number two. Tom? I don't Did you, fit into would, that suit anymore. Is it a tan suit? Did you buy a tan suit? I didn't buy a tan suit. Uh, Obama wore that tan suit yeah, the one time. Yeah, and he time. was crucified for it. <laughs> right. Well, maybe you could that have gotten away with it. was the scandal of his career. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I can't fit into that anymore. I could barely fit into it at the time, and now that was uh, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I've really let myself go. To <laughs> so that's there. It came with a vest. I never wore the vest. Uh, number three. Did you never wear the vest because you couldn't fit into it? 
No. It's oh. just like I'm not a square. Um, number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, where do you keep your pocket gray watch? Gray suit. A gray suit, yeah. And it was a great suit as well. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but for some reason, it looked like there was always a hanger in it. <laughs> Like there was like a big weird. Did it have shoulder pads? No, it just like had it had a wire sticking out of the collar. Something about it was like as I was walking into the wedding where I was debuting this gray suit. <laughs> so I was walking down the aisle. <laughs> Somebody was like, "Hey, Before what's up with your suit? In. It looks like you have like a box in the back of your suit." And I was like, "That's weird." Uh, who is this? A wedding bully? Yeah, you know these wedding bullies. <laughs> this was uh, Vince Vaughn. This is the wedding of uh, my bully that I was invited to. <clears throat> I wouldn't go to the wedding. I'd go to any wedding I'd been invited to. You? Is there anybody who... You've been invited to weddings uh, by listeners that you haven't attended. Yeah, that's true. So that's categorically untrue. All right. So I can't wear that suit because it's got a weird boxy thing. So then I bought this thing at the J. Crew outlet, Tom, a suit. Could you get... Fits me like a dang glove. The last 15 weddings I've gone to Uh worn this suit. Yeah. Ask me how many times I've gotten it dry cleaned. <laughs> I'm going to guess never. Oh, no, that's not true. Oh, okay. Maybe three times. Okay. Every five weddings. Every five Every weddings. Every five wears. Yeah, so if I go to your wedding, just know that there's a one in five chance that this is not a freshly laundered suit. I'd probably tell that by the smell. No, it's what. Why don't you get the other suit uh, tailored, the one that looks like it has a hanger in it? Because I can't make it bigger, right? Wait, it looks like it's too small. I don't know. I, I figure if there's like a box, if, if did you just did you just, did a man just tell you this and you just threw it out? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You didn't even know what he was talking about, but you were like, oh, I'll yeah. never be laughed at again. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, it doesn't take much time to throw me <laughs> off my game. <laughs> you said you liked the suit. I did. It was yeah. gray. Yeah, T- great. It was great. Yeah. I um. So anyway, uh, so I have this one suit, and it's Cracker Jack. Tom, you've seen me in the suit. Do I look great? Do I, I look great? Know, Tim, Do- I don't know, Tim. I don't notice if you're... I, I would, uh, here's the compliment I'll give you. I would notice if the suit were uh, improperly sized to you. Yeah. No, this one so fits like a So it seems glove. like it's okay. Right. I've, I've not seen you wearing like a tiny suit or like an overly large yeah, suit. Yeah, uh, it's great. It's perfect. This is what you're saying. No, I'm just saying, like, if if I perfect. if I saw you in the suit, I, I would have, especially now knowing that you know it's very easy to rattle you in a suit. I would have said, like, oh, what? Is you that, don't know that it's that, very uh, easy to rattle me when I'm in a t-shirt. Tom. That uh, shrink in the wash. Uh, well, when you're wearing, you know, a big dog shirt, <laughs> a big dog shirt that's too small. Mm. The ultimate irony. <laughs> Yes, a big, uh, big dog crop the, the top. The fabled fourth verse of Alanis Morissette's ironic. <laughs> a big dog shirt <laughs> that shrunk in the too. wash. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, I, I go to get my suit laundered, uh, dry cleaned this morning. Yeah. And it's a new dry cleaner. And we've recently talked about how, oh, I watched, we talked about how dry cleaning is a scam and they don't actually do anything. I think they rub chemicals on it. Yeah. No, I watched a video about how they do dry cleaning. It's crazy. And sometimes you make fun of what I do uh, to pass the time during my day. It was only three hours. Go on. Uh, No, it's basically that they they wash it. But they don't use water. It's oh, just okay. all chemicals. Yeah, well, that's that's what I assume. But I thought it was like they sprayed, ke- like they Febrezed it, and then they were like, here you go. Basically, I just need it pressed. Yeah. Because I take the jacket off if it gets hot. Mm-hmm. Pants never get dirty. I've been wearing <laughs> the same pants every day for the last five years. <laughs> pants never get dirty. That's categorically untrue. Yeah. The bottoms of the pants, if they're too long, they drag across the dirt. <laughs> well, don't, yeah. <laughs> all right. But, like, if you have properly sized pants, what's going to happen? You're wearing underwear. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, so this is, Tom, I haven't even gotten to my point yet. No. It's a new dry cleaner. I'm dropping it off on the way to the subway. A it's new cool. dry cleaner? A new dry they cleaner. Have to be new careful. to me. New to me. It's probably been a neighborhood staple for new years. New to you, know. so you go in there and it's like you're giving a big speech. You imagine that they're all nude. <laughs> So you're not embarrassed. Sorry, I had too much to drink before. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so I walk in, and before, like, there's nobody in this uh, in this dry cleaners. And there's 
Well, they're woman, all embarrassed because everybody's nude in there. There's a woman standing at the cashier's uh, station. Right? Behind the register? Yeah, behind the okay. register. And there's a man doing the books, sitting down at a desk. Cooking the her. books. Probably cooking the books, but I can't be sure. Well, Tim, it's a laundromat. That's what they do there. They launder money. Before like, I walk in the door and she goes, phone number? I still have five steps before I reach the register. Uh-huh. So I'm like, ah. So I start to give her my phone number. I'm finishing up. 555. KL5. Klondike 5. <laughs> 6868. Um, I get and She's like, and then she was just like, uh, Templeton? I was like, <laughs> I, was like, that... I just didn't understand the question and so i was like wait what she's yes like, i'm mr templeton. templeton i was like no and she's like have you been here before and i was like no and she's like Ugh. well somebody with your phone number's been here yeah apparently so she she clicks into something else and she's like phone number again it's like <laughs> maybe if you had led with this well, maybe let maybe me take five you... steps in your goddamn establishment and then say, have you been here before, well, maybe Mr. If, Templeton? Maybe if you gave the phone number at the end, you said, not Templeton. <laughs> that, uh, I mean, from now on, when I give my phone number, I <laughs> yeah. feel like I'm going to have to do that because Mr. Templeton apparently had my phone <laughs> had number. Your phone number 20 years ago or something. So anyway, uh, so I'm like... Uh, uh, so I give her my phone number, and then she's like, uh, name? She goes, last name? And, mm-hmm. uh, and I spell my last name. And she goes, name? And I knew enough to be to think you that. You used like, context clues yeah, that that meant your first, first name. name. Mm-hmm. So I said Tim, not Timmy. even Timothy. Timmy. Uh, and then, uh, uh, little Timmy. And then she's like, when do you want to pick it up? And ASAP. I was, like, I was like, this weekend good? And she's like, yeah. I was like, are you open on the weekends? And she went, Friday? <laughs> Friday's at the weekend. And then I was like, sure, Friday. And she's like, okay, see you Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, do you need to know? And she's like, a suit and a shirt. And I was like, but what? aren't you supposed to tell them, like, dry clean this and then launder this and press yeah, they them read both? the labels. I don't know. So here's my thing. They're certainly not going to do too little. They're going to... Like I bet if you went, if you would have to tell them, no, I don't want these cleaned. I just want them pressed. I'm a dirty, dirty boy. I don't. I don't want to tell a, a new woman that I'm a dirty, dirty boy. Well, it's fine if she thinks you're Mr. Templeton. That's true, but now she knows my real name. Yeah, and it's it's in the computer already, Tom. A little. Timmy. And I don't want her to click the dirty, dirty boy box <laughs> in that in that spreadsheet. Yeah, it's gonna cost you a fortune. Yeah. So, uh, my question to you is uh-huh. like, I was in there for like thirty seconds. Does this woman Did think... you even make it to the counter or this whole conversation? <laughs> Most of it happened while I was walking in, Yeah. right? And then she handed me a receipt, and then I left. Mm-hmm. There was no discussion. Like, I, I didn't have the opportunity to ask any questions or to give any instructions. <sighs> Damn, what, do you, what do you want? I just what wanted... What instructions are you going to give, and what questions are you going to ask? Have you ever had anything dry clean, Tom? Yeah. They Tim... ask you a question or two. Like, like okay. What? Yeah, well, uh, maybe this suit. woman's like, you know what? You don't look like a dummy. They usually, well, uh, this is my question, Tom. Uh-huh. Well, Do you want me to shrink this for you or what? <laughs> I swear to God, Tom, if that's uh-huh. what happens. Yeah. Uh, if you go in and there's a, a little suit like for a toddler and she's like, well, you didn't tell us dry clean only. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I, she assumes these things. But Wait, sometimes you... you drop things off and they want to confirm like this is... Jacket, pants, and a shirt, right? Like, mm-hmm. so like, there's no confusion. Like, if there's, if I'm like, no, I gave you three shirts or something, right? Like, you want a verbal kind of. So did you not bring the pants? I brought the pants. Okay, you yeah. didn't say the pants before. I'm sure they know what to do with a silk suit. I wish I had a silk suit, Tom. It feels so nice on my body. It feels too nice, Tim. You've you've gone on the record on this podcast as saying you cannot own uh, silk sheets or underwear because it would be too much. What do you mean too much? T- hey, that's up to you. I, you know what? That's in the 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 eye of the listener. What too much meant? All right. So anyway, Tom, uh-huh. my question that I've been trying to get to for fifteen <laughs> minutes here, Tom. Right. Does that woman think that? She was providing 
excellent customer service. Like, mm-hmm. we got this guy in and out in 30 seconds. Or does she think, screw this guy. He's ruining my day. I need to get him in and out of here. Well, I don't think it's in either or, Tim. I think it's probably somewhere in between where it's, you know what? I hate this. It's an, <laughs> like, I like efficient, I like efficiency, <sighs> but if it's an empty, if it's an empty store, mm-hmm. let it breathe a little bit. Let people ask the questions <laughs> they need to ask. Did she think she was doing me a favor? Yeah, Tim, by you come in rushing with, me out of there. You come in with a business suit. She assumes you're a businessman who has a lot of important business to get to. I don't. I have a beard. <laughs> maybe she think. Maybe she thinks you own a company if you've got a beard. Mm, that's true. She's like, oh, this must be the owner. And he's like, uh, get this suit back to me asap because right now I've got to wear this, you know, big dog T-shirt to my next meeting, and uh, I'll be lucky if they take me seriously. Everybody, you should always look. If somebody has the confidence to walk into your business meeting wearing a big dog T-shirt, Tom, mm-hmm. always take them seriously. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit! Even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh well, because. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes, HEADGUM. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply of course of course thanks again to aura tom yeah we got a lot of things to talk about today i went to well uh, then i i feel bad that we spent so much time you spent so much time talking about uh your laundry well we got to talk a lot about big dog t-shirts uh so i'm always happy uh tom uh i went to the european union the eu the eu the eu yeah, that's what, in the beginning, that's what I alluded to when I said, welcome back to America. Yeah, I know. But here's the thing, Tom. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of things there. I had a lot of experiences. You got engaged there. Can I say that? Yeah, you posted it. Uh, we it's don't too talk late. about my personal life on the podcast, Tom. Well, you know what? We talk about your personal life when uh, you get engaged for the 15th time. <laughs> Low blow, Tom. Now, is this going to be a real family, or is this one of the you know secret families? Tom, as you know, I don't publicize my secret <laughs> families. So, yes, this will be a, quote, real family. <laughs> right. Uh, they wouldn't be secret if you publicize them. I would talk about that, but we have far more pressing <laughs> matters to talk about. I went to a lot of airports. So you flew from country to country. Here's what happened. Uh-huh. JFK in New York. Blown away. What else do I have to say? Mm-hmm. Timely. <laughs> so I went to the New York airport, to the Dublin airport. Did I tell you I recently found out why JFK was killed? I'll tell you later. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Was this... All right. It's it's one of three It reasons. has nothing to do with that book that's on my coffee table every time you come over. There are so... <laughs> that is the densest, thickest book I've ever seen. <laughs> you have this book about the Kennedy assassination that, like, it's like... 800 pages in, like, six-point font. Live information. Yeah. It, okay, it's one of three reasons. The mafia mm-hmm. was unhappy. The Cubans were unhappy. The Cubans slash Russians, right? Right, right. The the communists. Or it was just a wacko. 
Uh, you missed one of the big reasons. Which the CIA. Was, uh, no. The aliens. EBEs, Tim. What's EBEs? Oh, extra. Oh, I forget what it even stands for. You, you don't even remember why JFK. <laughs> you found it. You solved the mystery it's that everybody was like. It's very complicated, man. Okay. Look, I'm, you know, I'm already looking over my shoulder as it is, Tim. I don't know how much more I can say about what I've read in a JFK blown away. The, what else do you yeah, have to say? What are, really? Yeah. What else can I say? Yeah. So I went to the the JFK airport. Yes. Uh, in New York. Mm-hmm. Then to Dublin. For a did brief you, layover. Did you fly Aer Lingus? Is I that did, why? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Do you want to make your crass joke? <laughs> what crass joke would I make about Aer All Lingus? Right. Anyway, uh, then I went from Dublin to Berlin. Okay. Gallivanted around Berlin while their chancellor said things about our... <laughs> Disrespected you and every other American? Yeah. Um, Wait, were you there? Obama was there, though. Were you there while Obama was Barack there? Barack Hussein Obama was Barack there? Barack Hussein Obama was there. When? Uh, Was like, he wearing his tan suit with the weird uh, no, crease no, in the back? No, nowadays, Tim, he doesn't wear a tie, and he unbuttons like five buttons. What a goddamn <laughs> cool guy. And he wears sunglasses, too, yeah. right? And sandals. That part's not sandals that cool. Sandals with a suit? <laughs> uh, not with a suit. I would, I would withdraw all my support. Over the last eight <laughs> years, I'd be like, oh, sandals with a suit. I was wrong about this guy. He yeah. was born in Kenya <laughs> and had no uh, no business being. Not that I'm not saying Kenyans wear sandals with suits. I was trying to just say said everything most, about him's a lie. The most hurtful thing that people said about him. I guess that wasn't the most hurtful thing. I, there's worse things than. Tim, you're just perpetuating the stereotype that Kenyans wear sandals with suits, and yeah, that's it's true. disgusting. Crocs with suits. Now, that's a smart look. Yeah. Then uh, after my time in Berlin. There's a lot of runners that wear Crocs nowadays. It's like a thing. They run in Crocs? They run in Crocs. But don't they slip off their feet? No, because you can take that little strap thing and put it on your your uh, like Achilles tendon, your heel. That makes sense, Tom, yeah. to me, because you air out your feet. Yeah. I would run more, well, but my feet and, get all hot. And people, people, I think it's it's becoming a thing with like marathon runners because they do a marathon. It's like now nah, I have to throw these shoes out. They've just been like worn through. Yeah, that's twenty six point two miles. I think it's that they're practicing in Crocs, and then they're like, you know what? I kind of like this, so that they don't, you know, burn through two hundred dollar pairs of shoes every week. I ran a marathon in a smock. I took one of my dad's old work shirts and, <laughs> oh, and put just it on wore backwards. Backwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It kept Must my shirt from getting stained. It, you... Yeah, it was hot, but you know, uh-huh. better than getting but it, uh, better than getting my shirt stained. Yeah, better than getting stuff all over my big dog's t-shirt. Well, and when people are trying to hand you a uh, Gatorade on the yeah. sides, yeah, it splashes around. Exactly. Uh, anyway, Berlin to Budapest. But you stayed in Berlin for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, the chancellor said uh, all yeah. these things uh, about my hometown. Did you like Berlin? US did you go see the wall? I did. Yeah. There were people kissing in the park right around the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know. <laughs> Dude, that implies that you got scared off from seeing the wall. No, I was there. I went to go see it, but there were people kissing. No, the I went there, and it was like a solemn thing because there's a there's a memorial to all the people that uh, lost their lives trying to cross yeah, the wall. Yeah. And the freaking uh, scene from Armageddon where Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck are playing with the animal crackers in the park is playing out right there in front of me while I'm trying to to mourn the lives lost there. It was it was it sucked. Yeah. Well, everybody knows the Germans. Too emotional. Too. Uh... It's true. They just hide your emotions, guys. <laughs> yeah, come on. Keep for them once in, check. in your life, for <laughs> once in your life, Germans. Yeah. Keep your emotions bottled up. Jesus. Keep those animal crackers in the box. Yeah. Uh, so then I left there after seeing the wall. <laughs> after uh, watching a couple kiss for a while. <laughs> I did. Look, I didn't say I didn't watch them, but uh, it was inappropriate. It was inappropriate on all counts for them, them for doing it, me for watching it and enjoying it so much. Uh, so then I went back to that airport in Berlin, uh-huh. went to a different airport in Budapest. 
Uh, Do you like when I pronounce it like that? I know that before you going, I sent you a YouTube video about Budapest. Now, you sent me a, you sent me and my girlfriend, yes. now my uh, fiance, fiance, uh-huh. uh, a, a video about. Is she still your fiance, even though you didn't go to France while you were there? Yeah, what is that? A French word? Yeah, it's a French word. Fiance. 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 Yeah, no, we didn't go to France. Um, yeah, she's still my fiance, I think. Yeah, yeah, I lost my uh, pants in the south of France. <laughs> it would have been nice if you could have picked them up while you were. Yeah, over no, there. I wasn't. I wasn't there. If I go there, I've told you a million times, Tom. If I go to the south of France, yeah, I'll be on the lookout for your pants. Is there anything else you might check out while you're there? The Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Oh, the hole in the wall where you can see it all. <laughs> oh, no, 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 Tom. I stay weird. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an engaged man. I don't yeah. want to see any naked ladies dancing. <laughs> wow. Pass that part. Right? You, you scumbag. You, uh, <laughs> you, uh, non-engaged, non-married scumbags can can have that uh, hole in the wall all to yourselves. Okay. That's how I lost my pants going to the south of France to watch a lady dance through the hole in the wall where I could see it all. How exactly did you lose your pants? Mm, read between the lines. I'm at a loss here, Tom. A man pants me while I was looking through ah. the hole. And, you know, it was like a... They're scout. They're rude there. They'll do that yeah. to you. The French are very he rude. He didn't stop smoking a cigarette the whole time. He's like, these are my pants now. <sighs> yeah. <This> beret and... <laughs> Baguette. Yeah. Um... T- Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, you sent me and my uh, girlfriend at the time, my ex-girlfriend, uh, <laughs> the, this video yes. about two girls who went to Budapest. It wasn't about them. It was by them. I mean, it was kind of about... It had a voiceover, n- not from them. Yeah. And we were discussing it while we were in Budapest. Mm-hmm. You guys went to one of the places... Yeah, we went to all of the places. Oh, though. okay. Well, so you just uh, followed my itinerary. Yeah, but we were wondering. Mm-hmm. Here is uh, my ex girlfriend's uh, idea of what happened. Okay, that you subscribed to a channel about two pretty girls, and it just so happens that they went to Budapest in one of their videos, and you were like, "I'll send it to them." No. Uh, uh, do you subscribe to pretty girls channels on <laughs> YouTube? Why would I subscribe to a pretty girl channel, Tim? I don't know. You went to I that wall to in, the, in of, France. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to a wall, but I subscribe mostly to handsome men channels on YouTube. Mm. Uh, no, it, it's uh, I forget. I don't know. They don't actually post that often, but they live in actually. I think it's South Korea, and they post like a bunch of videos about like life in South Korea that are interesting. Okay. It was a good video. It was a good video. It has like a very, um, uh, and I thought you would like it because it has a very, uh, oh, what's his name? Wes Anderson. Yes, aesthetic to it. Yeah, that's true. I I liked the video, Tom. Yeah. I just thought you were a pervert for knowing about the video. Uh, Just because, oh, sorry, I can't watch uh, women's YouTube channels, Tim. Sorry if either that makes me a pervert or uh, a woman myself. I, I never said either of Instead those. Instead of an open mind. You, I mean, you said I, I said was a pervert. pervert. I, said, I said pervert. <laughs> but I, I maintain at all times for various reasons that you're a pervert, Tom. Uh, went from... So I spent some time in Budapest. I saw Your logic of, is often... Uh, well, Tom's a misogynist, so he must have been interested in this for perverted reasons. Yeah, I think well, so. That's horrible. That wasn't just me. That, is, <laughs> that wasn't just me. Take it up with my fiance. Your fiance whose who's, uh, uh, view of me is heavily influenced by you. She, I mean, yeah, you refused <laughs> to meet her. I told you I can't be alone with women. I See, and that kind of adds to it, Tom. <laughs> I've been telling you this. For a long time. Well, mother wouldn't like it. All right. So I went from uh, Budapest. I, I saw a statue of Columbo, Tom. Lieutenant Columbo in Budapest. Now, there's just one thing I don't understand, Tim. Is that a life? All right. I have a bunch of questions. You posted this on Instagram. Yeah. Your pal, Tim, if you want to follow along. 
Tim, keep the plugs till the end. Well, I want people to understand. Okay. Or at Tom Reynolds. I, or, I repost uh, all of Harlow and Sage, two good dogs. Three good dogs nowadays. Yeah. Um, the Harlow's dead. <laughs> no, Harlow's alive and well. <laughs> well, alive. Sage passed away. Yes. Now it's Indiana. Mm-hmm. And another one. Yeah. Let's not talk that. about Instagram, dogs, Tom. We're talking about airports. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's your question about the Columbo <laughs> statue? Talk, let's not talk about something that's popular on the internet. Um, People need information about airports. I have so many notes about airports. We'll get to that in a second. Your where, question about Columbo. Was that a life-size Columbo statue? I assume because he was, was about exactly my size. exactly your size. Yeah. Which... He, uh, he was a little smaller, but he might have been a little hunched over, right? Or, I mean, it might just be another clever way for him to play the fool in order yeah. to get information out of you. So there's a there's a, a statue of Peter Falk as Columbo. Right. In like Budapest. scratching his head. For some reason. Well, that was going to be my next question. What's the reason? Unclear. <laughs> well, didn't you do any research? Apparently, it's near like a street that's named Falk. All right. F-A-L-K, like yeah. Peter Falk? Yeah, but where'd the money to get a brass statue of Columbo? I don't know, and it was very expensive. Uh, the, the estimate I that I saw- I tried to buy it. The estimate that I saw that it cost over 60,000 pounds yeah. to-, to uh, British pounds? Yeah, but because I looked it up on TripAdvisor, oh, okay. and somebody said that, so it must have been a British tourist. Because nobody else cares yeah. about Yeah. Well, pounds. how much? Yeah. Nobody else cares how much things cost except so the like, Brits. They're like, well, how like much $80,000, I'd say. Right? Yeah. Depending uh, on the. Less nowadays. Yeah. Um, what with Brexit and whatnot, right? Yes. Uh, the British exit? The British exit. Yeah. But uh, I. I mean, you didn't answer really any of my questions. Yeah, about I think why it was like, oh, no, because there was an urban legend that it was named after. That street uh, was named after one of his ancestors, which apparently wasn't true. Uh huh. And somebody had raised the money to be like, let's celebrate this family's legacy by making a Columbo <laughs> statue here. <laughs> and there's a dog. I don't remember Columbo having a dog, but I don't even really remember any Columbo episodes, to be honest. Uh, yeah, he did. I mean, maybe- I remember sitting down to watch with my dad uh, a TV movie called "Rest in Peace, Mrs. Columbo," uh-huh. and he pretended his wife was dead to yeah. entrap somebody. <laughs> anyway, I remember. I don't remember the exact uh, plot, but I remember yeah. being that's very clever. You know what? That's something they should bring back. Uh, Peter Falk passed away. <laughs> bring him back from the dead. Why not use the statue? Oh yeah, I mean it has to have some mystical powers. Yeah. Um, no, that all the they keep bringing back uh, TV shows and series, do TV movies. That's how you know, like Columbo ended. They did it with uh, Mary and Rhoda. Yeah, but like Columbo, I think ended in like the eighties. But they just made TV movies for years and years. Yeah, but they don't need to do that anymore because they can reboot the entire thing on, on Netflix. And Netflix will be like, we'll give you $10 billion. Well, no, I, but it's not even rebooting. They're just like making new series. And they're yeah. like, we don't have like a whole seasons of ideas. I just did. I made the cardinal sin. I hate when people call things reboots that aren't reboots. Yeah. Can you imagine such a thing? I can. I just had to sit through it. So I went from that airport in Budapest uh-huh. to this whole other airport in uh, where did I go after Amsterdam? <laughs> I rode bikes around there. And the airport? From... No, no, they don't allow uh, bike traffic. Not in the on the runways. No, uh, I don't. Uh, maybe. <laughs> you well. I did go to a uh, park in Berlin. Uh-huh. That was a former airport run by uh, the the communists. The, no, the Nazis. Nazis. Yeah, even worse. Yeah, but they made a big public park out of it. But it's kind of eerie because you're just like we're on a Nazi airport right now, and there's like all these runways, and they're like <laughs> and planes taking off. <laughs> no, there weren't any planes taking off, but it was it was unsettling. Why didn't they uh, do something with the runways? Well, it was nice to walk down. Took some good videos. Like we treated those runways like a catwalk, Tom. (laughs) 
So I went from Amsterdam to Dublin and then uh, stayed in Dublin for a night and then went Dublin back to JFK. Tom, I hit up so many airports at so many different times. I learned a lot about airports. All right. Uh, And we'll get to that (laughs) after the break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Tom. Mm -hmm. Let's get down to brass taxes. Brass taxes? Brass tax. Tax. What does that mean? It's a, a type of tack made of brass. Why are we getting down to it? Are they on the floor generally? No. People are just dropping them? No, because it's like the you're you're getting through like the drywall and everything down to the brass tacks. The you're 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 stripping away everything else. All right. I'll buy it. Airports, Tom. Uh-huh. Number one. Bold font. Heading one. Okay. Microsoft Word. I love airports. <laughs> Why do you love airports? I don't know. I hate flying. Ah, but I love airports. I love getting to an airport way too early. Mm-hmm. Um, getting through security. Tom, I've uh, I've told you we've done an episode uh, seven years ago about airport security. Uh huh. I, uh, I I I try to get in my hatred for the TSA mm-hmm. into a lot of episodes. Well, me and you are both pre-check members now, right? Yeah, but that doesn't work when you're uh, oh, traveling well, international. Oh, well, I'm a global elite. <sighs> global entry, not global <laughs> elite, but... No, I'm a member of the global elite. Wow. Yeah. A, a globalist. Lot, a lot's happened since you left. You know what globalist means now in the in, in our day and age? Uh, Jewish. Jewish. Is, is the, uh... Yeah, it's a way to, to, uh, to uh, express anti-Semitism mm-hmm. uh, in, in uh, mainstream media. Yes. It's a very cool thing. Everything's very cool nowadays. Everything is great. Life <laughs> in America is wonderful for everybody now, and it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, I like getting there. I'm not going to talk about the TSA. I'm not going to talk about security today. I'm not going to talk about how they threw away (laughs) a snow globe that my fiance bought for her grandmother uh, because, oh man, there was a joke I really wanted to make that I can't even make on this podcast. Tom? Uh Uh-huh. I'll I'll put a note. You can make the joke to me later. I'll make the joke to you later, and then we'll do it on Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Because those people don't. It's a pay joke. Yeah, it's a pay joke. Um, Because I don't come across great, but I said so, or I wanted to say something mm -hmm. to a TSA person, and I was laughing so hard that. uh, Yeah. Anyway, this isn't entertaining to anybody. Well, hopefully, John. John, just mark that. We're going to cut that out. Hopefully, Tim. There's nobody else here. I don't know who you're talking to. Hopefully, you've uh, like Harvey. I don't know. You know, John. He's a giant rabbit. Oh, sure you know, John. Uh, well, hopefully they didn't confiscate uh, my gift, my gift from abroad. Oh, I got you a gift. What is it? Abroad. Nice. That's what I wanted. Uh, yeah, so we're not talking about that. Uh, I like getting to the airport early. I don't like going through security. I get uh-huh. angry. I get irrationally angry. Yeah. But then I just love hanging out in the terminal. You know what? I haven't seen the Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg movie, The Terminal, where Tom Hanks just hangs out in the terminal because his country doesn't exist anymore. He yeah, does like yeah, a weird yeah. accent. I don't like when people do weird accents in movies. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't like when people, one, do weird accents in movies, two, uh, pretend to be mentally challenged when they're not in movies. Yes. Um, so that's why I haven't seen The Terminal. But I feel like that life would be great for me. <laughs> Being stuck in an airport terminal forever? Yeah, in one of those airports where they have a dog run so I could go outside once in a while. I don't think sure, that... I'll be. I'll smell the dog poop from the dog run. Whatever. I'll go out there at night when there are no flights. When there are no dogs? 
Yeah. People aren't gonna, there's not dogs in the dog run 24 oh, hours. Oh, wait. So you just want a dog run so you can go outside? If I'm stuck in a terminal, yeah. yeah. Well, I think more of them have smoking areas where you can go outside than dog yeah, run. Yeah, but I don't want to be never... breathing cigarette smoke the whole time. <laughs> I've never seen a dog run in a terminal. Oh, well, you haven't been to enough airports, Tom. Oh, well. I'm glad we're talking about airports. Many, uh, here's a fact that I learned mm-hmm. in my research. Many airports have dog runs. So if you're flying with a dog... You can take it out to and poop. That and that dog needs can... to run. Yeah. Dog run basically means a place for outside where the dog can poop. Yeah. Dog shitter. Yeah, they can't his... put that on yeah, a sign. Yeah, they can't put it on a sign. On it. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I don't like about airports mm-hmm. is any time where you have to line up or queue up, as I learned in uh, uh, in the EU. Yes. You don't like... Well, where do you have to do that besides security, though? Security and at the gate. Because yes. everybody acts like an asshole at the gate. Because they always, uh, there's this thing where they have two lines. They have the priority line and then the, the regular line. And mm. I'm never in the priority line, Tom. Yeah, you're in the schmuck line. I'm in the schmuck line. And they're like, we're now boarding rows uh, 11 through 25, right? Uh-huh. And so like I'm in row 11 through 25. Let's say I'm in 16, right? Yeah. So I get on this line and I'm standing behind all these people. Guess what? None of them are in 11 through 25. No. They're just waiting for them to call 25 through 36. And so, like, they're just blocking the whole lane. Yeah. Stop it, guys. Just wait till you're thinking, what do you want to be on the airplane longer than anybody <laughs> else? Is that your game? I'm going to, I need to get on the air, the, on the airplane as soon as possible. That way I can be in a tube with recirculated air for as long as fucking possible. I'll tell you why. The overhead compartment Yeah, space. because they've started getting crazy with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the last flight I took, I don't even remember where that, oh, from Austin, our South by Southwest shows, mm-hmm. uh, show. We did multiple shows. We did one poorly attended show. Was uh, not worth it. Thank you, HeadGum. <laughs> the- it was great. I mean, they paid our way, did they? No. Yes. No, they didn't. No, they did. They yeah. paid... Uh, it, we we about broke even. They didn't book our flight. No. Well, they didn't book our flight, but they paid for the flight. Indirectly. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. The, the the five people there did not pay for their ticket price did not pay for how us much for tickets? Hundred dollars. Tickets were five hundred dollars. They're each. Jerry Seinfeld level. Um. But the so. I had an early access uh, like ticket because I had, look at this guy early access. <sighs> well, McGee over you know here. they saw my name on the uh, the, uh, the itinerary and they were like, "Well, we gotta bump up." This, this guy's a uh, uh, young adult sci-fi writer. Yeah. Twitter verified. They cross-reference everything to see if it's, if anybody's Twitter verified. Then they Tom, it seems in. to me that being Twitter verified is more of a ble- of a curse than a blessing for you. <laughs> It has been this week. Don't tweet at the president <laughs> unless you want to be. Uh... I don't understand the uh, logic behind some. Uh, you tweet something that somebody, uh, that some schmuck like me I... doesn't agree with. Yes. And then the schmuck like me responds to you. Mm-hmm. Why are you ver- or why are you verified? Nobody even knows who you are. Yeah. Guess what? You're verified. Yeah. Somebody got tricked. Yeah, this guy knows who I am now. Yeah. Uh, no, if you're verified, I found out uh, this week the hard way, and you tweet at the president, apparently then your reply gets like uh, put at the top oh. when people see the tweets. Also, you'll be you first get, against the wall. <laughs> yes, and you get hundreds of tweets at you. with Steve ver- Bannon's going to personally pull the trigger. Varying, varying amounts of vitriol, all with, Spelling errors. <laughs> so, uh, uh, anybody accuse you of being a globalist? Um, no, no, I think the harshest was the thing I tweeted at you where somebody said that I fantasize about Thor and, uh, uh, Batman having sex all day. Yeah, but I feel like you, <laughs> you, you haven't fantasized about Why it. Why would I fantasize about that? They're in different universes. It yeah, doesn't but I even feel make like sense. It's crossed your mind. No, like it you is think now. about the mechanics of how that would work. I mean, it would work the normal way. It would what work... about the thing in Batman? The wiener. 
No, the thing, the uh, Michael Chiklis. Oh, the thing in Batman. Well, the thing is made out of rocks. Yeah, exactly. He's That's gonna something have that a, you can think he's about. He's going to have a hard time with anybody. A hard time. Well, <laughs> you know what? He's not going to have a hard time with anybody. He'd be fine with like a Superman because Superman could take rocks. That's fine. He's yeah. taking worse. But anyway. This is a conversation right out of uh, my favorite movie, Mallrats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Somebody call up the fat man on Batman. We're doing his shtick. The uh oh, so I got I got book I got boarded earlier or whatever. And one of the the big pluses that they tell you is you get first crack at the overhead compartments. Mm-hmm. And I had the first row. It, you know, it wasn't like a first class or anything. It was just like oh, front these row are seats, front row, first row, small plane. And I had my bag right above me. And then, like, once it, everything got filled, the one of the flight attendants is like, oh, I'm going to take your bag and put it somewhere else. I'm like, what? No, that's part of my my uh, uh, benefits here. Here's the thing, Tom. You're talking about airplanes. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be talking about airports. That's true. This happened while we were technically at the airport. <laughs> that's true. There's two sides to the airport, Tom. <laughs> land side and air side. Do you know about land side, land side and air side? Do I know about landslide? Yeah, I know about uh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I was thinking about the uh, the Smashing Pumpkins cover of it. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I'm a Corgan head, a, a real typical millennial, a Korg gourd. Yeah. Uh, landslide, landside. <laughs> the parking lots, the train stations, and the access roads. Yeah. Tom, <laughs> the air side is the runways, taxiways, and aprons. Aprons. Yeah, the airport apron is the area of the airport where aircraft are parked, unloaded, or loaded, refueled, or boarded. You've been on uh, many, uh, many aprons, Tom. No, I have not. You shut up. Although use of the apron is covered by regulations, such as lighting on vehicles, it is typical. It is typical that is more accessible to users than the runway or taxiway. That's why you get on. Uh, hey, why do we board a plane on the? Uh, oh, the shut eight? up, <laughs> Tom. So, what's your point about the this? government regulates uh-huh. that we have to talk about the topic for a certain <laughs> amount of time for every episode for us to get our uh, our, uh, our FCC subsidy. license? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, God, I hope this administration does not get wise to the podcast subsidies. <laughs> That are hidden yeah. in the Byzantine uh, U.S. budget. Yeah, I'm gonna. If they do, I'm gonna have to get rid of my vac- vacation home. You're gonna have to get rid of some of those satellite families. I you thought have. you were. I thought you were gonna say you'd have to get rid of your vape pen. <laughs> I have to get rid of my vape pen. I can't it's afford a very this expensive thing. vape pen. Got on a the million other, dollar vape pen. On the other side, it can uh, write. Tom, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Are you allowed to get drunk at the airport before boarding? Yes, but not like not anything that would get you uh, a public intoxication. See, that's the thing. I watch this show on A and E sometimes about that Southwest uh, Airlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it oh yeah, they have airline like, or something. Yeah, they airline? have like a reality show. Is that still on? Probably not, but yeah. it, it's always on at like three in the morning uh-huh. when I'm at my parents' house on like Thanksgiving. Uh, and like the entire show is them like turning away drunks that are trying to board the plane. Yeah. But the thing that I'm wondering is like, don't they don't doesn't a certain subset of the population like me mm-hmm. need to get intoxicated enough to accept death <laughs> to even step foot on an airplane? Yeah, but you just can't be drunk enough that you're going to cause a problem. But sometimes, like, they just stumble a little. And it's like, no, this this jerk's just going to fall asleep in his seat as soon as you see him. I bet that that's all for the show. In real life, then I why bet they're Southwest just like... why freaking uh, agree to this, where it looks like because they're, they're probably... criminalizing uh, problem drinking? <laughs> because they probably... Deal with so much bad shit that they were probably like, you know what, let's have a TV show. We'll get the idea out there that we don't let drunk people on. Maybe at least this will dissuade some of Yeah, it is the Southwest who like, Yeah, it's a bus you know, of the skies. Yeah. Uh, Tom, let mm-hmm. me ask you this about dining in airports. You and I have been in numerous airports together. We've yeah, we've many, had many uh, vacations. <laughs> yes, we've got many vacations together. And we have dinner together every time. Um, 
we you go an airport dinner where you where you get a plastic steak knife. The last uh the last uh meat I ate, Tom, mm-hmm. was in the Toronto airport. It was a Wall Burgers. <laughs> nice. That's a good way to go out. It was a great burger, Tom. That Mark Wahlberg, or I don't know if it was Donnie or Mark was making it. I don't know who was in the <laughs> kitchen that day. Do you like my burger? <laughs> that was pretty good, Tom. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I love a meal in an airport because you just eat garbage, and it's great. And normally they just sit you down, and it's like, yeah, let me get you some fries. You know what, though? It's like it's more – it's it's like reheated garbage, though. It's even worse than garbage, if you can <sighs> imagine something worse than garbage. Tim, I will not because I had a, a like 1,100-calorie uh, breakfast sandwich from uh, Dunkin' Donuts in Boston. No, you can't judge anything by Boston. <laughs> you often say that. Yeah. I mean, also, Logan Airport is is the worst airport on earth. Did I ever tell you I had uh, I, I had a job one time, and the the, the janitor there would always uh, talk about Boston, but the only thing he would talk about, he'd be like, "You ever been to Boston?" Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Yeah, I go there frequently. My girlfriend uh, lives there. A lot of my friends live there. My brother lived there at your the time. Your ex girlfriend. Yeah, my ex girlfriend." Uh, and he was, uh, he was always like, yeah, that airport, full of drunks. That's how the 9-11 hijackers got off the plane. And, like, he brought that up, like, unprovoked. Like, like he had an inside like, line. I worked there for one year. Uh-huh. I had that conversation with him 35 times. Like, he brought up Logan Airport for no reason. Uh-huh. And then was just like, yep, all those guys are drunks, and that's how the 9-11 hijackers got <laughs> so on wait, with those box he, cutters. Was he implying that even the people working there were drunk? Yeah. No, that's what he said. He was, uh. he was like the, the, the TSA guys or whatever. I don't yeah. guess the TSA didn't exist back then. The, the whoever they had yeah. that vaguely checked. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, that's no. why you can't judge anything by the Boston Airport. So. Sure. You would think Wolverine would have made a better airport. You know, Logan. I almost watched Logan on a plane, Tom. You told me you watched Lego Batman. It's about ten minutes. Watched eleven minutes of the Lego Batman movie. You should watch Logan. Logan was good. You'd like Logan. Um, probably not. And you I still watched... haven't seen uh, Wonder Woman. You've been out of the country. Yeah. Have you seen Wonder Woman? Yeah, I saw Wonder Woman. Uh, the the did day before it opened. Did you do a bosom buddies? Did you? Uh, yeah. Did you and AJ go there? Me and AJ, we we put watermelons in our shirts, so it looked like we had bosoms, and then we went to a watermelon. Yeah. Well, we wanted to be very Tom, attractive. Just use women. oranges. No. Oh, come on. You have a beard. You have a full beard. <laughs> That's why I needed the watermelons, Tim, yeah. to counteract it. But I didn't count on all the the groping. Hmm. This you is know, all the, all the men saying, hey, are these melons ripe? And then not waiting for an answer before they checked. Well, like, I don't like <laughs> the implications of that. It was, uh, no, we went to a, a co-ed screening. Not co-ed, co-ed naked. naked. Yeah, you wish. I went to a, a big dog screening. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I wait for all the big Johnson screenings of everything. <laughs> Show him who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to even remember when a, any of the Big Johnson slogans were. They were always like, like uh, uh, walk softly, but have a huge dick. Yeah. <laughs> I just Google search, Bing search Big Johnson. Yeah. Whoa, and, what'd you find? And luckily, Switch over to images. Luckily, uh, it auto-corrected to Big Johnson t-shirts. Uh, let's see, motorcycle. What? I don't remember it being this dirty. Give me an example. Big Johnson motorcycle tits or tires t-shirt. Oh, they what does never... that even mean? <laughs> They've gotten lazy. The tits Big Johnson or tires, man. The Big Johnson company has really uh, gotten lazy. And... Well, it sounds like uh, they're just another victim of this PC culture. Tom. Mm-hmm. There is no more double entendres, just a single entendre. Yeah, so they just like, have to big put ditch, tits. right? Uh, they have a new mascot named E. Mm-hmm. Normous Johnson. 
<laughs> Tom, are we gonna have to? <laughs> I've never seen you react so strongly. Uh, he is depicted as a scrawny, freckle-faced, bespectacled, red-haired geek. He's described as a geekier version of Mad Magazine's Alfred E. Newman. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, jeez. I think that, that, came, that came the closest I ever came to killing you right yeah, there. Very I've, close. I've been trying to kill you for years. <laughs> My word. Uh, in 1995, Tom, the Big Johnson Company's products mm-hmm. became part of a United States Constitution First Amendment case <laughs> when a gift shop proprietor mm-hmm. at the National Fire Academy in Emmitsburg, Maryland, was forced by a U.S. District Court ruling to take sexually suggestive T-shirts and cards out of his store, which was located <clears throat> in a federal building. Yeah, you know what? Maybe <laughs> if there's a federal building that my tax dollars are paying for... Don't sell a goddamn Big Johnson t-shirt. I don't want my tax dollars paying for Big Johnson shirts. Um, Wow. Uh, Disney World and King's Dominion, which Mm -hmm. is another uh, amusement park, are both large customers of uh, MBM, which which is the parent company. Big Johnson shirts are banned in amusement parks. What is MBM? Mega Big Member? Uh, Maryland brand management. (laughs) Oh. Um, Disappointing. I think the important thing to note in mm-hmm. this episode, Tom, is that we talked a lot about airports. <laughs> yep, almost exclusively. Uh, what is the duty-free shop about? No poop. No poop allowed. Duty-free. You know, the rest of the shops, you got to worry about what you're going to step in. It's just booze, cigarettes, and perfume and makeup? <laughs> yeah, uh, those are the, the things that the government loves to put duties on. There were a lot of Legos while I was there. I almost bought you a Lego set, but they were just normal Legos. <laughs> In the duty-free shop? Yeah. Are we... Are I was we... thinking of buying you uh, a uh, souvenir while mm-hmm. I was in the last airport coming home. I was like, I should get some for Tom. Legos. <laughs> I should pick him up something at JFK <laughs> before we get in the taxi line. You know what my ex-girlfriend told me, Tom? What? Uh, it was adorable. Every week, I'm going to end... With an adorable story from my fiance. <laughs> oh, great! Uh, we were on the plane. You know what? You know what? You know what she said? She said, "I love you. I will marry you." And um, that's the end of the episode. She, uh, I was watching the Lego Batman movie, and I turned it off. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You know," she saw me watching something else on the plane, and she's like, "Why'd you turn off that movie?" I was like, "It was too much for me." And she's like, "I thought you really liked the Legos movie." It's not Legos. Yeah. And Maybe like, she meant uh, Legolas from uh, the Lord of the Rings. He's the elf. I never saw this. Orlando movies. Blooms hmm. is the man's name. Is the elf's name the Bloomin' Onion himself? That's right. where the Bloomin' Onion came from. It was his oh, idea. Wow. Yeah. So he's he's independently rich. He doesn't even need. He doesn't even have to do He's like Julia Louis Dreyfus. He's just amazing in things, even though he's just absurdly rich. Yeah. Anyway, Julia Louis Dreyfus, uh, her son was in March Madness. He's carrying on the family tradition of not just uh, having a ton of money. Don't rest on your laurels. Don't. You're billionaires, but just go for it. Yeah, and he's going for it. (whistles) In the basketball arena. And that's what they call airports. <laughs> if you like the show, Tom will tell you all about the things to <laughs> I do. I was going to see how long uh, it's leaving you hanging. You can go to tcgt.com to find out more. You can follow us on Facebook. Facebook. More power. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, good one, Tim. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash complete guide. Check out our Reddit, tcgt.com. Nope. Last man standing. God, got, uh, hold on. TCGTE.reddit.com. You can also check out our Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me in, in, on, in, on Twitter and Instagram at your pal Tim. You can also check out our, if you want to support the show, support our sponsors. Also, you can check out TCGT.com slash Amazon, where your normal everyday Amazon purchases help us out without costing you anything. And tcgt.com slash pledge where you can check out our Patreon where you get fun things like monthly 
uh, what do you call them? Google monthly Hangouts. Visits from Santa. Monthly visits from Santa. Google Hangouts uh, and weekly episodes, mini episodes of uh, Mobisodes. Of Lost of, of, of uh, Fast Food Friday, where you we like talk Matt, about uh, Matthew Fox. You're gonna love these Mobisodes. Locke oh. versus Edgar. Who was uh, Edgar? Jack. Was, yeah, Edgar was from Twenty Four, Tim. Yeah, it was Locke versus Jack, and then Locke versus Jacob. I heard the leftovers ended on a nice note. Yeah, uh, I haven't watched any of it, I, even despite the fact that uh, Mark Larry Lynn Apple Baker yeah. is is apparently a big part of yeah. it. Yeah, I, I is anybody going to understand anything we're talking about in this episode? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. It's like things we vaguely remember from the 80s. Yeah, like... Oh, Perfect Strangers and Columbo. You guys know this, right? <laughs> things like we're too young for, but we're going to talk about. Yeah. Even though we don't really understand them fully. Uh, well, I've been listening to this podcast, Tom, mm-hmm. of, uh, from our friend Brett White from mm-hmm. Left Handed Radio. Yes. And I'm going to give it a plug because I enjoy it. It's called yes. Must Have Seen TV. Uh-huh. Look it up. It's great. Uh Every week he talks about a, uh, a different sitcom from history or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he did the, uh, him and somebody else uh, talked about the Tom Hanks uh, episode of Family uh, Ties yeah, where yeah. he's the where uncle. He's uncle yeah. Remember when we watched that a couple of years ago? Yeah. And like, we were just like, holy shit. This is like a very special episode, but Tom Hanks is fucking hilarious Yeah, in it. and he should have won an Emmy. Yeah. I think he might have won an Emmy for it. I don't think so. I think he won a- I don't think Tom Hanks has ever won an award. He won the Nobel Prize once. He should. It was for um, uh, getting that uh, spacecraft back from the moon. Mm. How come astronauts have never won a, mo- a Nobel Prize? They haven't done much. Really, Tom? I think they're heroes. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.